Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. I imagine, you know, with all, I'll say this, you know, when we was kids, this is so funny now, it's funny, it wasn't funny then. You know, we ate all these bad foods with these nitrates and all these things that would kill you, you know. We didn't know any better. It's and salami. But we just thought it was great. I still like the way it, it tastes. I just don't want to eat it all the time because it would kill you. But the point was, we, we had HDD, ADD. We had all these things that they labeled today, and we didn't know any better. They just told you shut up and eat. <laughs> Go to school and get good grades. I mean, when I look at the parenting, how much it's changed since we was kids. There's so much more knowledge now. You need an update. When you're going to be a parent, you can't raise kids the way you were raised, even though that's what normally you do, because there's a whole lot more information available now than there was uh, when we was kids. I mean, it's totally different parenting. They have classes, they have stuff available that we didn't know anything about. Now, you guys have heard me say this. They tied me to my chair in grade school. Tied me. You know, you, you know, you know I don't sit down much, right? You figured that out. I walk and never sit. It's never changed. I was doing that in seventh and eighth, uh, eight years old in third grade. They tied me to my chair and told me I was demon possessed and that, that they weren't going to let me out. Tied me to my chair. They didn't, under, didn't have a clue that I, I just don't want to sit down. They don't know anything about that stuff. And I told you this, it'll be funny today. I can laugh about it now. The one time they put me behind a refrigerator box for a few weeks because they said I wasn't fit to look at by the other kids. So there's a classroom. The box was over here and the teacher's over here. And I used to have to go in and go in my box every morning. And they said I wasn't fit to look on. That was their disciplinary actions in the 60s. That's all they knew. It is what it is. You'd kill them now, but back then, it was your, your parents didn't know what they needed to do either because they just knew what they knew. Now you laugh. That isn't it amazing what ignorance will do. It'll really mess you up. Now see, you have to, those things in your life, you notice I can laugh about it. You can tell it doesn't hook me. I'm grateful too because I like the freedom. I'll be honest with you. Uh, the point is, now you know you've got to let God fix all that. <laughs> you've got to let God go in all them areas and fix all that so you can have a life. If he doesn't go in there and, and start running that tiller on that hard part, he can't get the seed in for your good part. Tilling is love. And unfortunately, people think now that if you say anything that they don't want to hear, you don't love them and you don't care about them. And I will tell you, you love them a lot to go in that territory because it is so dangerous in there it is so dangerous to go in where nobody wants you to go, but they need you to go. It's volatile in there. Who would want to do that? On purpose? 
Only if you were supposed to, because who would want to go in there? I'll tell you what, guys and gals that are married, how many times you didn't want to go in there? That's what it's like. Anybody that's married knows what I just said. Those of you who are thinking about it need to know what I just said. To go in some of them places in the husband and wife territory, it's dangerous in there. That's the way it is when God starts to go in places that need fixed. But if you, if you don't let him in, he can't fix them. But God tells you to clean out the wound, to plant new seed in your heart so you can have a different life than you have right now. I am thankful. I am grateful that God was willing to go into all those bad areas of my life and keep digging. He's never not rewarded me either for, for letting him do it. Not once. Not once has he not blessed me financially or with something when I let him clean me up. He's a dad. Don't ever forget that. When your kid lets you do what he needs done and you don't whine, and complain and fight. You take him to the malt shop after you took him to the doctor, don't you? That's what you do. God's a dad. God, when you, God allows you, when you allow God to do what he needs to do, he'll reward you for it. I think those people you see that are real, real successful in the Christian world, I think they've, most of them, most of them, not all of them, they've allowed God to dig them and clean them up. And since they get cleaned up, they have a bigger sphere of influence. You can't eat food off a dirty dish unless you're among a bunch of people who don't wash their dishes. Now, when you start washing the dishes, then you, the cleaner people don't want to eat off a dirty dish. They want the dish clean. And see, though, the more you let God clean you, the better your dish is. For people, There's a wider range of people that God can expose you to and be influenced you can influence with the gospel because your dish is cleaner. That's why you let God purge you and clean you. In the end, you, you are more usable in his hand. Remember, in the house there are many vessels, you know, ones of wood, silver, brass, gold. The cleaner your vessel, the more open it can be used in different places. I think it's great that God put it in, in the word. So anyway... I'm going to recap right here. Respect the season. Work at the stage you're in and manage your resources that God gives you. If God's given you a field, take care of it. Whatever God's given you, take care of it. I think that this sounds so old-fashioned, but I do think you're supposed to leave things better than you found them. You know, I do think that you're supposed to leave things. And, and see, if you manage your resources, I'm going to say this one more time here. If you manage your resources... Well, you have the opportunity to seize things financially that other people don't. How, don't raise your hand, don't flinch. How many of you saw something like a car you could have bought for five grand when you needed it really, really bad, but you didn't have the five grand and it was worth 10 and you knew it was a good deal, but because you didn't have the money, you missed a great opportunity to buy something for five that is worth 10, which would have been a financial increase in itself. It's because of the resource management prior. It really matters what you do. I encourage you to manage your resources wisely, save, and, and investigate things, manage, learn about your health. Just learn to be a steward over everything. Amen. Let's stand to our feet.
Hallelujah. I pray that this helped you today, and I pray that you're allowing God to go in some places. See, I don't even have to know what they are. God knows where he wants to go in your heart, and he, he can do it uh, with us or without us, you know? God will go in there and, and do repairs. If you would, pass out the communion, please. Thank you, Lord. I feel like God's really going into some people's hearts today and adjusting them. Amen. It's the goodness of God. You know, I, another thing, while they're passing out of communion, anytime I've ever helped somebody, like, get out of debt or something, God always did enough right away so they could see it would work so they would want to do more. He knows just how to lead you. you, you understand, how many of you understand? It's kind of like God will give a kid who's wanting to learn to bat a hit so he wants to get up to bat again. That, God has a way of making you want to play. Pastorina, would you come up, please? As we take this communion this morning, uh, you know, we all know that you have to forgive people, and that's a given. But this morning, we're wanting you to let God in, to till some more and get those rocks out of your heart so you don't miss the opportunities for your blessings and your deliverance. Thank you, Lord. Isn't it funny, you know, he celebrated the Passover with his disciples while they were ignorant. That shows you how much faith God has in you. They were going to deny him and lie and run. And he knew all of that. But he still said, I have desire to eat this Passover meal with you. He really, I know this sounds so like a cliche, he really does life love us like we are right now. He looks forward to what we're going to be because he can see it. But you're loved and accepted right now. You don't have to do anything else today. Today he loves you. Today he believes in you. I think the hardest thing for Peter was to get over what he thought of himself, not what Jesus thought of him. May God give you the grace today to get over what you think of yourself. The places that you don't even like to think about. May God give you the grace to see them the way he sees them. Washed clean. Thank you, Father. You've healed our sicknesses. You've healed our diseases. We receive the word for us so our life can change, God. We give your word preeminence. The word became flesh and dwelt among men. We have handled the word of life. Thank you, Jesus, for shedding your blood so we could have a different conscience than we had. Before that, Lord, we had the conscience of the flood, really, before the flood. Conscious of evil. 
conscious of the world. But because of what you did, we are conscious of you now. We have a new consciousness, a new life. I thank you, Lord, that we'll walk in that new life. Our mind will be renewed to the Word of God. And we will celebrate this until we leave this planet, till we get to drink it with you anew in the kingdom. We will celebrate and remember what you did like this morning. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.